The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Olive All Over, where we learn to live Geula now. Me? Little me? Imperfect, limited human being? Do I have the potential to connect to unlimitedness? To bleak vol? To incredible light and possibility? Tune in to find out. By El Parai. These words Hashem told Maisha, come with me to Parai and let's get things moving to get the Yidin out of here, were actually the words that started off the process of Gula. And if it started off the process of Gula Mitzrayim, which was the first and opening for all future Gulais, then certainly these words are a preparation for our Gula, which we're going to experience right now. Amen. So we're on a journey right now to find out the connection with Bael Parai to the ultimate Gula. Because seemingly the words Bael Parai, it looks like Parai is the strong guy here and Maisha has to come to him, which is kind of the opposite of what Gula is, winning over the Parai, winning over the Klipa and the limitations. And everything in Tyra is everlasting. That means I have to take a lesson even from these words Bael Parai. But if we already won over Parai and we're out of Mitzrayim, and everything is refined now, the Rebbe says. We've polished our buttons. Literally, the sparks are refined. What lesson can I learn from these words for me today? So let's dive into the answer. When we look at the words, by el parai, it could have said, lech el parai, go to parai. Why did it say, by come to parai, which just doesn't really make any sense, seemingly. But if we look at the story, Maisha was really intimidated by the Tanin Hagadal, this great serpent, which was Parai, this incredible scary guy. So Maisha had to say, no, come with me. I'm going to take you. You're, you're safe. But if we look Bipnimius a little bit more deeper, what was he scared of? He was scared of Parai? Like, Maisha's not scared of Parai. He was scared of the source of Parai. Parai comes from this incredibly high level of light. It's called Dispariu Viscalian Mine Kalnahirin. It's this level of light that has no order, no limitation, a powerful light that's beyond any sort of like limitation. Light in general means that it's like in a seder, it's shining in a specific order. But if you have an incredible high light that's so bright and beyond any order, that light comes from Hashem's Atmos alone. That's where the word disperu comes from, parua, which means no order. So as an Hashem Abiguf, Maisha. Rabina was afraid to go to this incredible light of Parai. How could a physical creation take in this level of Atmos, right? When he was in the Nile outside, not in his full potential, then Maisha went and approached Parai. But when he's sitting in his throne with his full essence shining, this incredible light, like how can I take it in? I'm I'm so, so physical. And that's why when Parai said, you know, the day you'll see my face, you'll die. He said, yes, it's true because... Panecha, right? When I see your is, I will die. I can't take it in. I'm a physical human being, which is, it's too much for me to take in your incredible light. And that's why Hashem had to say, Bye, El Parai. Come with me to Parai. Yes, you're a Neshama Begof now, Maisha. 
But when I come with you, when Hashem himself comes, then you're going to be able to take in this level of light that's beyond any limitation. Really, the whole purpose of the Gula of Mitzrayim was for them to go and receive the Torah, have Matan Torah. What was the accomplishment of Matan Torah? It gave the Yidin Torah and Mitzvahs. So now they can do Hashem's desire and make a home for Hashem. We're in this physical world. Adira bitachtainim. That means even in the limitations of a physical body and in a physical world, Hashem wants that his essence should be revealed over there in the low, in the dark, and in the heart. The ultimate of this experience is going to be when Mashiach comes. But the start of this divide was by Mat and Taira. And there was no more Al-Yainim and Tachtainim. No, now we can merge it together. Now we can actually bring down incredible light into the physical world. So a big preparation step for this was the word by al Parai. If we look back at the beginning of Maisha's Shluchos, when Hashem tells Maisha, you know, go and get the Yedin out of Mitzrayim, go and take the Yedin out, Maisha says, Chfat pev, chfat just I'm hard of speaking, just send the ultimate redeemer. Meaning he was saying like, I can't properly speak, so just send someone better than me. But really what he was saying was, in a deeper sense, Maisha was saying, I come from the level of Tayu. I have this incredible light that can't really be brought down in, in, a, you know, in words, in Kalim. It's too much. I'm not like this like down-to-earth person. Send someone who's Mashiach. Mashiach, he's from the level of Tikkun. He can transfer light into the world. I'm, I'm just beyond it. And Hashem says, Hello, Misam Pel Adam. Who, who gave you a mouth? Halayanaychi, it was me. Anaychi, I am Picha. Meaning, Atmos, Hashem himself, I am the source for Tayu and Tikkun. I can create this incredible experience that your high level of Tayu light, my Sherbinu, can actually come down in a physical way to the Yidin. I can connect the light of Tayu with the vessels of Tikkun, and you can transmit my message. And that's really why these words by El Pare were the preparation for Matantara. Meaning, you as a physical human being right now will go to Pare, right? We're starting this connection of merging physicality with the incredible light of Elikus. And that's really the whole purpose for all Seder Ishtashlas, for a home in this physical world, that the lowest parts can receive the highest revelations. These words by El Pare are the preparation for the Gula. Right? Because it's this anaychi, this essence getting drawn down to the Yidin in a neshama that's healthy, in a guf that's healthy, and into this world. And it's an incredible chiddush. How can Hashem's essence come down into something so physical? So that's why Hashem helps us. And our Maishar Binu helps us get this kayach to make this connection. We get to learn Tyra and do mitzvahs, which are completely beyond limitations, even after they come down into the world. Like the Arite, right? Ene minamida. It just didn't fit into the kayach Gadashim. It was a miracle that, like, it fit. And that's really what our Vaida to realize now is that, yes, I am a gvul, I'm a limitation, but because I'm connected to Hashem, right? I'm one with Hashem, I can be above limitations. Just breathe that in for a second. Not just my neshama is above limitations. No, my body is one with Hashem as well. So I can be in a limited body and yet be beyond limitation. Go beyond the wildest dreams that I ever had because I'm connected to Hashem. And that's why Moshe told Parai, you're also going to give us your cattle to go serve Hashem. And that's actually what happened. The Torah repeats three times how they then actually fulfilled Moshe's words, went around taking treasures from the Mitzrayim. And it's like, hello, you want to leave Mitzrayim? Just get out of there ASAP. Why are you crossing and 
taking treasures and why can't they just take it by Makas Chayshech? You know, that would have been a nice, you know, peaceful stealing experience. Why do they have to like know where it is, but then go and say, oh, by the way, it's over there, it's over there. Because that's really the whole point. That's really the punchline. It's not just to like crush and break the klipa. No. The whole purpose of Gula is when the Gashmias itself, the physicality itself, the limitations themselves agree and are willing to even help to your Gula, to your redemption. And that's why the Yidin went to ask the Mitzrayim, you know, for stuff because this was the process of they themselves being transformed and helping the Yidin. And yes, they started the Savaida, but they had to run out of Mitzrayim, right? Because it wasn't a complete refinement. The Klippa was still there. But when Mashiach comes, we're not going to run. All the Klippa will be eradicated, removed, and taken away from this world. And therefore, we're going to leave Galas in a calm way. Complete and healthy. And then the Rebbe connects this entire concept with Yitzvah, the yard site of the free Rebbe, the Maisha Rabbeinu of our generation. And since our... Nishamais of our generation are the same Gilgulim as the ones in Mitzrayim. Certainly the one of Maisha is also a stronger connection than any other Maisha in any generation. The Freydik Rebbe passed away on Parsha's Bay. And really on a day of a Rebbe's passing, everything he did in his lifetime is elevated. And it brings Pile Yeshua's Bekaravarit salvation to the world. So this revelation of light, of Bayal Parai, every year we receive in a greater measure, specifically because he passed away on Parsha's Bay. And we also see from his name how it's connected to Gula. Yaisif says that, Hashem will redeem us once again, just like he did with us in Mitzrayim. And also Yitzchak, it comes from the word Tzchaik. When Mashiach comes, that's when we're going to have and experience the ultimate degree of joy. We know the free Rebbe really suffered greatly. It was very hard for him to speak, right? To the point that his doctor asked him, like, in a rhetorical kind of way, like, why did Hashem give you the suffering specifically in your in your speech? That's what you need to do your shluchot as a Rebbe to spread chasidahs. And because you can't speak, so then you can't, you know, there's less memoriam and less people learning chasidahs. That's really a similar complaint that Maisha had to Hashem, right? It's hard for me to speak. But that's what Hashem told him. No, I'm going to be with you. And I'm also going to give you Arayin. So taking a lesson for us, we have to be the free of his Arayin. We have to be his mouth. Go around, spread his teaching, spread his high rise to whoever and wherever we go to add that light to the world. Through this Avaida, we will bring the ultimate Shlach Nabiyat the ultimate Mashiach, when we're going to have this ultimate merge and connection of this incredible level of light into the vessels of our world, into the vessels of our speech also, right? When the free Rebbe, I'm sure, will come back and have a clear speech and continue spreading chassidus like never before. When the Rebbe said the sicha, the kvias was that Yitzvah fell out on a Wednesday. And the Rebbe says it's the day when a light was taken from us, right? The free Rebbe passed away. But in the creation of the world, two great luminaries were placed into the sky, right? The sun and the moon on Wednesday, so, yes, Ahistalkos is very sad, but really, after a tzaddik's passing, he's more present in the world than ever before. So the fact that Mashiach has not yet come, it means that this level of bay el Parai, right? Come, like, Mashiach should be with Parai, this connection was not yet fully complete. But our generation is the last generation of Gauls, the first one of Gula, and not only do we not find ourselves in a place where actually light is removed, but no, we are able to experience 
But no, we have such an incredible light of Hasidus, of Tyra. We really have a taste of Esperiyu Kal Nahirin, this incredible level of light. And our job is to take this light, not just keep Hasidus and Tyra for ourselves, but to go and spread it with the entire world and even with the Gayim through teaching them the Shem Mitzvah Spirinayach until the whole world will be able to experience this Esperiyu Kal Nahirin, this level of Bayel Parai Bepnimius internally in a real way. And then they're obsessed with something really powerful, that right now is the most opportune time for the Gula to come. And our desire for Gula doesn't come from our Ruchni's parts in ourselves, from our Neshama, no. It comes from our physical side of ourselves, from our bodies. That's where we see, you know, concealment and we feel sadness and we have hardships with our physical part of our bodies. That's where our desire comes from because that's really the whole Chiddush of what Gula is, Right. It's this incredible light is going to be present and revealed in the physicality of this world so that this world can be transformed into a home where Hashem, such incredible light, can dwell. And that's why when Mashiach comes, the neshama will get sustained from the guf, from the body. So in practical terms, every single yid, men, women, and children should take upon themselves achlatais taivais in connection with learning the bal ha'ilula, the fridika of taira, and spreading into others so that we're making every single yid a vessel to contain this incredible light of Esperiyu Kal Nahirin, this incredible light of Hashem. The Fridikram had a speech impediment, and we have to be that Aaron, we have to be his mouth to go and spread it to the world. Many other Chachamim and big people try to, you know, tell people how important it is for children and women to learn, but it didn't go as far until the Fridikram came along, and he made it a thing, and that's when there was a greater advancement in the learning of women and children from the Friedrich Rebbe. So if we look at the special mitzvahs of a woman, one of the biggest mitzvahs we have is to light Shabbos candles. When we light the Shabbos candles, it brings in Shabbos for our entire family. And what does a candle do? A candle fills the entire room with light. And what kind of light? A holy light, because we made a bracha on it. So we're filling the entire room with helikite, with holiness. And that's really also connected to this whole thing of Esperiyu Kal Nairin, of Baal Pare, right? We're bringing in this incredible holy light into a world, into a room, into something physical. And that's the Avaida of every single one of us. Our entire existence should be permeated with this light of Tyra and Mitzvahs. And not just in a way of forcing it onto my Neshama, but no, as a Yid with a healthy body and a healthy Neshama, just like a Kaingadel, the Rebbe says, had to be complete, bimamanai, bigufai, he had to be, you know, wealthy and healthy and even in his clothing. So, so too, every single one of us should be able to live with the light of Tyra when we are physically healthy and strong. And from these achadites alone, in connection with Yitzvah and strengthening chassidus and spreading outwards, we should already see the free grab with our physical eyes and go together out of the skulls to Geula in Yerushalayim in the third base of Mikdash Ashlishi, Hashem Yimlaich La'aylam Va'ed. So now we go back to the beginning of the Sicha and we understand the connection of Bayel Pari to Gula. Because Bayel Pari is Gula. It's when someone physical can go and approach Pari, this incredible level of holiness, and they can connect together. And that's what we're working on doing right now to bring in this Getlachite, this holiness, this Alekus into every single part of a physical life so we can together build a home for Hashem to dwell. And the ultimate of that will be with the coming, and the ultimate of that will be with the coming of Mashiach now. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now. <laughs>